Welcome back to the Across the Tracks podcast. Welcome back to the Across the Tracks podcast. I am Steve. And I am Wayne, and welcome back to one and all. How are you, my friend? Yeah, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm good, man. Cannot complain. The weather has been great, hot as hell, but hey, I'm loving it, man. It's summertime. And uh, in the Rockies, it's all good, man. It's yeah, all good. yeah, we'll talk about the Rockies here in a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I'm just now getting over my uh, jet lag from losing those couple of hours for coming out visiting <laughs> folks out there in the Rocky Mountains. Because uh, you know, being here, you know, we're two hours ahead of you guys, and everything, right, right. Is, everything is different because I'm thinking, you know. It's nine o'clock here. It's eleven o'clock in Indianapolis, <laughs> and we had been in bed for two hours, there, and I'm still. Right. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, it takes yeah. a little getting used to. Yeah, and uh, zaps your energy a little bit. A little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. all good. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do we got on our docket for this evening, my friend? Well, tonight. We've got a couple of topics uh, that we're going to uh, debate. Well, not debate. We're going to discuss and, uh, you know, see where that takes us. So we're going to talk about uh, we had a good weekend last weekend at the uh, the 40th uh, Winter Park Jazz Festival. You guys came out for that. We want to talk a bit about that. We want to talk about Jason Aldean, country artist that's been in the news this week for a song that he has put out. We also want to talk about... Uh, the dictator down in Florida who made a comment uh, that, you know, us black folks, we benefited so much from slavery. So we want, we want to talk about that. And then lastly, we want to wrap it up and say a few words about the legend, Tony Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. This is going to be a good, good broadcast. Good broadcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll kick it off because I'm relatively new to the uh, – Winter Park Jazz Festival. This is my second time coming out there. And uh, the first time was in 2021. We were visiting uh, Stephanie, who was an athletic trainer for Colorado State University. And while we were out there, you contacted me and said, hey, man, uh, the uh, Winter Park Jazz Festival is going to be taking place. You guys are, you know, a few hours away. If you want to come down, we'll just hook up and go to the jazz festival. Right, right. And I right. said, well, sure, let's let's do that. So I got tickets online for the three of us, and um, we met you guys up there that that first day, Saturday, mm-hmm. and we had to fly out on Sunday, so we didn't get a chance to see uh, the second day. But it was great. Uh, it's just beautiful uh, up there, nine to ten thousand feet. Uh, it was a little bit, took a little getting used to going around the switchbacks and stuff to get up to the top <laughs> of the mountain. Uh, that was a little bit different. Lynn was a little bit paranoid about that. <laughs> More so this time than she was the last time that we did it. And so it, it was great. And so um, we had talked before, and you had mentioned that it's going to be the 40th anniversary the last time, I think it was. And so back in, gosh, early spring, he, I think you called and said or, or texted me and said, hey, man, the uh, jazz festival is coming up and the um, tickets go on sale on this date. So I ordered tickets for Lynn and I, and then we 
went through the process of excuse me getting flights and renting cars and all that stuff and uh hey came out and had just a wonderful time man just hanging out with you we stayed in one of those um lodges that you uh uh set up for us you know mm-hmm. we shared mm-hmm. lodge there and it was just yep. fantastic man the, the weekend yep. was busy but not so busy met some met some nice folks you know it was it was just really good uh for two days we listened to some great music the artists were great um the people were cordial for the most part there's only a couple of times <laughs> a few things that that happened but it was just a minor thing you know uh, right but, right so heck it was, it was just awesome found some good Good paraphernalia up there and had lots of shirts to do. Lynn got a haircut, you know, and all that stuff, man. It was it was really a good time. Um wanna give a shout out to uh Tony and Dorothy from St. Louis, because we hung out with them when we were getting ready to go into the event on both days. We just happened to get there yep. at the same time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out from there, you know. So that was those are my thoughts there a little bit. The music was just fantastic, man. It was just off the chain. Um, I think the the biggest thing was just being there and just hanging out and enjoying some some fantastic uh, music, man. Fantastic. Cool, cool. Yeah, we we're glad you guys got the opportunity to come out, man. Like I said, you were out. I think in twenty twenty one. And, uh, you know, you, you, you were there for a day, but you didn't get the full effect of the entire weekend. So you got that experience this time. And uh, the cool thing about Winter Park is, man, is it's yeah, you go for the music, but you, you go there because, you know, there's not going to be any foolishness. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. what I like about it. There ain't going to be any foolishness. It's just it's it's majority of the people are mature enough to come into an, a venue, you know, chill enjoy the music you like you said you meet some very nice people there you mentioned uh, tony and dorothy who we met uh, standing in line <clears throat> really nice couple for, from the Lou. give them a shout out as you already did but uh you know and we we sat there with tony we talked about music we found out he was a drummer a yep. rock drummer which was like really cool and uh we always somehow find a way to talk about music i don't know what it is but we always find a way to talk about music so it was good to chop it up with tony uh once he let us in that he was a drummer and you know we just started talking about music we talked about guitarists and and all kind of other stuff and acts we'd like to see and everything so so you that's one of the greatest aspects i think of winter park that weekend you meet some really really nice people and uh, you take those memories with you man and uh so we're glad you came out the music was great uh we had some some good food while we were there mm-hmm. uh just chilled you know we just just chilled we didn't do any of the parties that were going on i think primarily because you know that sun takes the energy out of it <laughs> You know, you're sitting out there in that sun and you get back to the hotel and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so drenched and I'm drained because that sun just zaps your energy. So, yeah, we didn't do a lot of a lot of going out. But uh, I like to go, man, just for the ambiance, the opportunity to meet new people and listen to some really, really cool music outdoors in a great venue. So looking forward to next year, uh, you know, if you guys are available 
you know, we'll do it again. If not, I think you guys said maybe you'll make it every other year thing. But yeah, either way, yeah. you're all, as Bobby Womack says, you're always welcome. Stop on by. Yeah, Yeah, you're always welcome. Stop on by. So I I do want to say that all the acts were good. The only the only act that kind of disappointed me, and granted, Maxwell is a famous artist, but he's not an artist for most guys. Right, that, right. That was like ladies, ladies' night. Right, okay? right, right. Maxwell right. likes to croon to the ladies. Right, the ladies right. fall all over him and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah. yeah. I think they should. Yeah, they they should have flipped that. I think Damien Escobar should have closed. Yeah. On yeah. Saturday. Yes. Uh, because you 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 want an upbeat act, man, right. to to keep the energy high. Right. And to cl- and to close it out on a high note. And uh, not just us, but there were a lot of people that that did leave the venue before Maxwell sung. Probably, you know, his, his two of his better up tempo songs, uh, maybe you and Don't Ever Wonder. He when he finally got into those, we were going across the street, and I said, "Up oh, yeah. there's yeah. there they are," you know. So I think they should have let Damien Escobar close on Saturday, and uh, it would have probably, you know, kept the kept the uh, you know the energy high to. You know, for folks to go in and man, the energy's ramped up going to the party they had that night. I think they had the white party that Saturday night. So the energy would have been high. Right. But yeah, Maxwell is not for everyone. Right. <laughs> and you know, the the only the only negative is when Maxwell was singing, not because he's not a bad singer or anything like that. It's just this was a ladies in and and I had, I had an issue with someone wanting to stand right in front of me you know they said you know we want you they made it abundantly clear that you know don't block people that are behind you right so on so this one lady wanted to stand in front i said you know please you know we're trying to see you know and so on and she wanted, for some reason, she wanted, she wanted, like, just like she wanted to fight me or something. Yep, she wanted to throw down right there, <laughs> like, man. Really? <laughs> and you weren't even part of the conversation because I had talked to her friend. I'd yeah. ask her friend, I said, ladies, uh, we can't see the people behind you. We can't see. And right off that, her friend, like, flew off the handles, like, whoa, whoa, you're not even in the conversation, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then you went up there. She's like, she was going to throw down with you, man. I'm like, oh, my God. Man. <laughs> it's like, OK. okay. You know, but I, I will say this. I think the crowd needs the, the, the crowd needs to sense the energy of the artist. Right, right. You know, because the energy at that time, day one was, you know, it was fairly low energy you know people mm-hmm. just chilling and doing and stuff like right. that maxwell came he's still low energy right now right. when um leela james came out the next day it's like the energy changed she says get up and mm-hmm. so you know if everybody on day one right Right. Got up and stood and right. crap and got into it and so on. There would have been no problem because everybody right. would be up on their Everybody's feet. up, right. And right. so everybody's still going to be able to see if they're on their feet. But if nobody's up and somebody's in, in your line of sight, you know, and so on blocking the stage or blocking the video board that they had up there, then that's kind of an issue. 
the right, next day, right. there was no problem because she said, you know, get up. And everybody right, was up right. and doing their thing, you know. So that's reading the audience, you know. So right, right. as spectators, we have we, we need to do that too. So that was that one little incident right there was probably about the only yeah. kind of kind of negative thing that happened, you know, but it wasn't right. that big of a deal. Nah, nah, like I say, man, it's usually a more mature crowd is there. And people just want to chill, enjoy the music and fellowship. And, you know, it's it's all good, man. So, you know, one person doesn't spoil the whole thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah. she was ready to throw down, man. She was like, hey, I will kick your ass. I mean, <laughs> like, whoa, this yeah. lady want to fight. That's like, yeah, whoa. she wanted to fight. <laughs> she wanted to fight. <laughs> you want a piece of me? Right. Right. Yeah, she, yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So, hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It could have been the heat. It could have been the heat affected her, man. Hey, you know? We'll blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> blame it on the alcohol. Right. Blame it on the rock. Blame it on the henny. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, all good. Man. Yeah, that's all good. But it was a great time. Cool. Cool. Uh, forward to coming back out there, you know, and um, I, I, I guess Lynn and uh, Cynthia were supposed to walk and I think Lynn's idea of walking now is like, I don't know. I think Cynthia saw bear. <laughs> yeah, we were still talking about the bear when we got back because uh, she went out walking. What uh, We got back. She went out walking Monday and she got up. I said, oh, did you see any creatures out there when you were walking? <laughs> she said, I'm still thinking about whatever I saw out there. And I'm like, I think it was a bear. These guys try to say it was a bobcat, but I'm like, no, it was a bear. It was a bear. And well, luckily, I, saw, I, I walked that, that day and I saw a couple of fox. Right, right. You know, but, you know, they, yeah. they stopped and looked at me. I'm like, okay, all right, don't be coming this way. Hey, right, right. Shit. Yeah, that's right, man. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, me. yeah, I think she had an encounter, a close encounter of the worst kind <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and came on back down the hill. So all well that ends well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, it's all good. So I'm our doc, my friend. Yeah. So let's segue into our first topic. And that revolves around let's 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 talk about the dictator in Florida. The governor of Florida uh, who wants to radically change black history. Uh, in Florida, and he made one of the dumbest, dumbest statements I've ever heard anybody utter. It was either him or it came from a member of his staff. It was it was the was, state board of education. The state board of education. Right. State idea. board he, of education. He did not. He did not. Uh, he, he didn't dispute it, or he, he didn't did not clap back at it. Right. 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 So the, the, the Board of Education in Florida has made a statement that somehow they feel, yes, we can we can teach slavery because black people really benefited from it. <laughs> and I'm like, how, how the hell did we benefit from <laughs> slavery? I, I'm trying to rationalize this. And me and some of my my partners were talking about it at the gym today. It's like. Let's see. Um, 
you do all this despicable stuff to us, working out in the fields for hours and hours and hours. You rape our wives. You separated our families. Um, I mean, all kind of atrocities you committed upon black people during the time of slavery. And I'm not seeing how we benefited from that treatment. Yeah. Somebody needs to explain that to me, yeah. you know, but it's it's in line with I mean, we've talked about this before on the broadcast. Whatever reason, man, people are afraid of the real history of this country. Why they're afraid of it, I have no idea. Your thoughts? I agree. I mean, I think it's totally asinine (laughs) that you can say that uh, slavery was a positive influence on black people because it gave them a skill. Right, right. <laughs> it gave oh, 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 remember old Tom? Tom, we going to teach Tom how to shoot them horses. <laughs> and Tom became a blacksmith. Well, they still beat Tom's ass before he shooed the horses. If he shooed, right. if he shooed the horses wrong, they beat Tom's ass. Right. Oh, it's good that you can't live with your family. It's good that they take your kids and ship them off and sell them to someplace else. Slavery benefited that because I guess it, they talk because you ship your family off to different parts of America. Maybe that was a way of learning geography. Hell <laughs> no. Really? Oh my gosh. They and, and are so- trying to justify the fact that we don't want to make white America feel bad about things that we did in the past. Well, you can't fucking hide what you did in the past. It's history. You can't change history. You can't right. have alternative facts. Right, right. You can't have that. It just doesn't right. work. You know? You know, and I, and I think we've, we've hit on this a few times. Maybe maybe we have, maybe we haven't. But this whole dynamic, this 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 racial cloud that's been hanging over this country for as long as we were kids you know we're in our you know mid 60s now and we're still talking about racial issues we didn't start this mess this mess was started by a faction of white america you know pitting you know them against us because the color of your skin made you better and me less than you right. started this mess and now that it's coming back around and people have gotten educated and they know what time it is, you suddenly now have a problem with it. It was all good when you were calling the shots and you were on top. Like you said, oh, we taught old Tom to shoe those horses, but you wouldn't let Tom open his own blacksmith shop. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you didn't let Tom open his own blacksmith shop or all the other work that, that the slaves were doing on the plantation they didn't benefit from that shit. So I don't want to hear it, man, that somehow it benefited us. So, yeah, Lincoln freed the slaves, supposedly, the Emancipation Proclamation, all that good stuff. Slavery ended. But you know what you did? Then you enacted Jim Crow and you kept us down even more. You put more rules in on us. So I don't see how any of this mess has benefited us in any form or fashion. Yeah. If anything, if anything, it has hurt our community, man, because we still feel the remnants of that. Even to this day, you see it in a lot of things, man, that it, we're still suffering from that. That's what people don't understand. Right. And, and, and the state board of education in Florida said that that portion right there about 
uh, slavery benefiting black folks is supposed to be taught up to the middle school. Oh, gosh. At the high school level, their curriculum is going to say that black people were perpetrators of violence during the white supremacy massacres, like Rosewood in uh, uh, 1923. Yeah, black yeah. people were were responsible for that, for white supremacy massacres. They perpetuated that. Mm. Really? Yeah. Really? Who was it? Was was it the governor of Oklahoma said that the 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 Tulsa massacre, Black Wall Street, uh, that wasn't about race? Was was yes. it a senator at all? Yes. I mean, if it wasn't about race, I don't know what it was about. Because I think that that the the Tulsa race massacre is what is portrayed in the movie Rosewood. Right. Because the folks got pissed off because the black family, they had a piano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, what, what them niggers doing with a piano? Hey, <laughs> they, it's their piano. What? It's none of your business how they got it or why they have it. It's theirs. Right. But that pissed them off. And then the old lie that somehow some black man made some advancement or whatever to a white woman and that sets all the good old boys off and they go burn and kill these people yep. you know so i'm not sure how we attributed to you rolling up into our neighborhood and burning our businesses or school killing people how we perpetrated that yeah somebody somebody needs to explain this to me man i mean <laughs> that's no one no uh, it irritates you man they, it they, irritates you they are explaining it to you, but they're explaining it to us from their version, their vision. Right. We right. don't right. want we don't want high school students to know that these white people went in and burned and murdered and killed these people. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. because these black folks did this. Right. Black Lives Matter. You know, they want to they want to define that as something that black folks uh, perpetrated. Okay, not that they were marching, not that we were marching for the rights of civil rights and Rodney King and Breonna Taylor and all those things that happened. It was that, you know, they were starting these fires and going in and and robbing Walmarts and 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 and. Walgreens and CVSs and so on. They perpetrated it. Uh, Dylan Roof, you know, he killed mm. them because those those black folks were out there robbing stuff, and he thought that he was threatened. It was because he did that is why he got off. And so those are the things. Well, that, that you're talking about, my man, uh, Rittenhouse. Yeah, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Yeah, he he, he out there. Dylan I mean, Dylan Roof was the P man who killed the people down in Mother Emanuel down in South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Rittenhouse. He he out there. He's he's helping to protect property. What a dude! You're a fucking criminal. <laughs> you're out there walking around with a with a with a AR-15. Walk right by the cops, and they do nothing to you. Yeah. You kill two people, and you lie and say, "Oh, I was defending myself." Yeah. Yeah. Right. According to the law, he's not a criminal any, anymore. So. Yeah. Because there's no double jeopardy. So therefore. Yeah. He 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 got away, but you know, to back to the point is like we ain't benefited from none of the atrocities 
nope. that have been levied upon our community. If nope. anything, it has hurt the black community. You still feel the effects of a lot of this. And that's what these people don't understand because they don't have to they don't they don't have to know anything about us. Okay. They don't have to come into our world. They don't have to know anything about the black experience because they're insulated from it. But it was all good when our kids were being made to feel less than and right. told they were nothing and right. you're inferior to us or whatnot. Now that people are getting exposed, they're learning, they're being enlightened. Oh my God, we can't tell our white kids that that we were bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's like the T-shirt that says, you know, uh, Black history is more than just slavery. Right. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. But we know that. Yeah. We know that. We know that. You know. We know that. We we had these meetings right before I retired. We had these meetings, and it was meant to. Uh, you know, provide some enlightenment uh, to my white work uh, colleagues, because there are a lot of things that they just simply did not understand about black people, man. And these are grown ass people in their 40s and 50s that didn't know certain things about black people. And, you know, this lady asked me one day, you know, a, a question that I'm like, are you shitting me? I mean, you're you're in your 50s. And you don't know simple things. And I said, you know, the reason why you don't know this is because you don't associate with any black people. If you did, you might learn something. But they're not interested in that, man. They don't they don't want it's not just us. They don't want to know anything about any other minority group. That's the thing, man. We just we 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 hear it because we're black. And a lot of this is being you know, turn toward our community. But the fact is, a huge faction of white America, they don't want to know anything about any other minority group in this country. No, they do not want to know that. Yeah, yeah. Or the, or the history that they have, that the fact that they've contributed to the history of this country, they don't want to know that, especially if it's going to reveal something that makes them look bad. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's history is history. History is it's history. It's not meant to punish people for past atrocities and so on. It is to educate people. Right. You know, how is it that, and we've mentioned this before, how is it that the German people realize what Hitler did and Nazi did because they studied it and they said, we don't want this shit to happen again. Right. You know, we're not going to hide from it. I mean, it's like South Africa, you know, when they, when they uh, ended apartheid, you know, what did they do? They talked about how it affected the people that was that was the minority in a majority country. Yep. Okay. And yep. so it helped with the healing until until America really purposely tries to heal, you know, and not be afraid to talk about this thing, you know, uh, race. It's going to continue. It's not. It's it's going to continue for 500 more years because America has not gotten there. Nope. And America is changing. Absolutely. And I, think that, I think that could be part of it also. You know, America isn't, you know, 75% white anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. America is, is, is multicultural everywhere. Yep. Okay. And there are some people that are in power. It's all about power. 
that they want to hold on to their power. And how we do that, we got to start making laws that that basically see things our way. In yep. Florida, they got a supermajority in their legislature, so they can pass any damn thing that they want, and they gerrymander all mm-hmm. the voting districts so that they can never lose a majority in their legislature. Same way here in Indiana, they they gerrymandered all of the districts, and they will give her. And this this is the the game plan. We will keep the black districts the same. We'll keep them there, and we'll take over. That's one district. That's one area, and we'll take over all the others through drawing the lines that we will always win. Yep. So you know, it's it's like what was it? It was. Um, I want to say like Wisconsin or something in the last election, um, the majority of the people voted for Democratic candidates, but no Democratic candidates, Democratic candidates rarely were seated because everything is so gerrymandered. Mm-hmm. So they yeah, can't lose. And, and it's the same way here with this situation is that the legislature has nobody that's going to basically say, yeah, you're wrong. And they don't vote them out, you know, and, you know, they say, well, you know, our stupid, that stupid governor down there, you know, he, he's so proud of him having cultural wars and so on. And, and the legislature just does whatever he wants. Yep. Yep. You know? And you know, people are moving. This is what I've, more people are moving to Florida. They're not moving there. He said they're moving there because he's such a great guy. No, they're moving there because it's fucking warm. <laughs> I, go, I go down there for six months because it's fucking warm. You're not going to convince me to fucking go along with your bullshit down there. Right, right. You know, all that we can see through all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know, come on. Yeah, he, he's, he's governor. He, he suck. Yeah, he he's a little little Trump wannabe, uh, he, you know, he thinks this is going to get him endeared to to the base of, of the of the country that that wants this foolishness, the cultural wars and keeping minorities down and altering history. So it benefits benefits him and people like him at the please. This dude, man, he, he he's sorry, man. He all the all these people who are in this movement. They're sorry. They call themselves leaders, man. They're they're they don't have any idea what leadership looks like. You know, they're 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 puppets and wannabes. Yep. You know, f- following following uh, what their so-called leader. Uh, but this dude getting ready to you know be indicted for the third time, and they still still kissing this guy's ass, man. So I, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But as our friends, man, my friends and I talk, it's like this country, man, is is it's messed up. It is messed up. And if and if these people are going to be allowed to uh, basically rewrite history in real time, so that you know people are led to believe that that we as black people somehow benefited from being enslaved for 400 years. I mean, you, you, you gotta, you gotta make that plain as Malcolm says, you gotta make it plain to me, man. You gotta make it plain. And I'm not, we know, we know the deal that this is a crock of crap, man. We ain't benefited from slavery. No way, no how. 
<laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. No way, no way. And how. to suggest that somebody should take him out to the woodshed and beat the shit out of him. Right, right. Everyone right. That, that came up with that idea, what a dumb fucking idea. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. But again, uh, it's, hey, it's... How about this? <laughs> it's like saying, you know what? We're going to take you out back and we're going to make you eat shit. That shit is going to nourish you. Okay? <laughs> We're providing you some nourishment. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're making me eat shit, but it's, it's, it's providing you some nourishment. You know, you, yeah. that corn that you didn't digest, <laughs> it's coming right back to you. You got some nutrition out of that. Oh, but it's man. still, you're giving me shit. Oh, man. And you're killing me, Smalls. That's what it equates to, to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're killing me, Smalls. Oh, my gosh. What does Denzel say? You're killing me, Petey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But that, yeah, that's a a good analogy, man. (laughs) They're gaslighting us, man. That's it. They're they're gaslighting people. But I think there's enough people who have been educated and enlightened. I, I hope somehow they can put these people in their place, man. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is people got to go out and vote these bastards out of office, right. man. That's the gotta, You got to vote these people out of office, man, because I, I think there are more people in this country that simply just want to get along with other people. I believe that. I, I truly believe that. Yep. There's a there's a faction of this country they want to keep this mess going because it benefits them, it benefits the institutions that support them, and they don't want to see anything change. But I think there are more people in this country that simply want to get along with people who don't look like them. They want to know something about their neighbors, you know, they want to care about their neighbors. It ain't happening. And the only way we can change that dynamic is we got to vote these sorry ass people out of office. And then there's there's an issue with that because they're trying to deny. (laughs) Yep. Trying to deny people voting. Take away their voting rights. Yep. So it's a constant battle to deal with bullshit. It is. It is. It is. Speaking of bullshit. (laughs) Let's go to our next topic. Country music superstar Jason Aldean, man, he has come out with a song called In a Small Town or In My Small Town or something to that effect about how you can't get away with certain things if you're in a small town. Try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. Try that in a small town. And I've read the lyrics because I'm a music head. I, I read lyrics. And, you know, he's talking about all the things that, uh, you know, people do supposedly in the big city, whatnot. And it's I find it odd, man, that all the things he mentioned in the song, spitting in a cop's face, robbing somebody, hijack, carjacking somebody at a red light, cussing out a cop, spitting in their face, uh, all this kind of stuff. He never mentioned the fact that what about uh, storming the state capitol? What about what about causing an insurrection at the state capitol? What about trying to stop democracy from being, uh, you know, enacted? You don't mention any of that, but it's all this other stuff. And he can say whatever he wants, man. You're 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 putting out dog whistles because you want to get certain factions of this country fired up 
and point the fingers at certain groups of people in this country. That's it, pure and simple. You can say whatever the hell you want, but that's exactly what that song uh, is trying to do is get people riled up and, again, have them point their finger at minorities, blacks, Asians, even poor white people. I mean, they, they, they point the finger at them, too. But uh, you never mention the fact that you ain't going to start an insurrection in a small town. You ain't going to storm the city hall at all. None of that's ever mentioned what right. these people did. You know, so it's it's hypocritical and it, it's it's well, a joke. It's a joke. I think I think the biggest thing about that song is that you said it's a it's, it's dog whistles. Well, he just comes out and says, you know, if if you do something in a small town on your way out, you're going to get your ass beat up, shot, right, killed, right, stabbed or right, something. Because right. you don't do that in a small town. Right. Well, you know, small towns aren't utopias. Nope. You know, small towns aren't utopias. There are people that do bad shit in small towns. So That's they, right. It seems just like our that, that dumbass Agent Orange you know, Cheeto Jesus always talking about, you know, the blue cities of Chicago and Philadelphia and, and places like that, your larger cities, and act as if nothing ever happens in small towns. Right. Okay. Right. Which is which is a lie. You know, yep. it's in some of the small towns, you know, that things happen. And some some people ask some people's asses go to jail for doing stupid shit in small town. Taking That's right. He he's basically saying you come to a small town. If you do those things, we're gonna be, we are vigilantes, mm-hmm. and we're gonna take you out, just like Ahmad Albury, right? Mm-hmm. The guy yep. goes and looks around somebody's house, and these three guys, father and son, and somebody else, they murder him. Yeah, he, he's looking at a house under construction, which. Right, which we've done numerous times. I've walked by a lot of houses being constructed, and I go to look at them. It's like, oh, this was pretty cool. But yeah, this guy, you you you're you're vigilantes and hunt him down and kill him, man. It's, yeah. yeah. Now, what also is going on is, and and you knew this was coming. They're trying to now compare Jason Aldean's song to hip hop. You know, well, look at the lyrics in hip hop, and you know they talk about killing people and 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 drugs and all this stuff. I'm not drawing the parallel. I, I would like to throw that, but I'm not. I, I, I'm not drawing the parallel. You know, well, they talk about killing cops and money. Uh, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Yeah, yeah. But that, that it's already started. There were a couple articles out today about uh, some conservative people. They're they're trying to draw a parallel with his song and hip hop lyrics. So you knew it was coming. Yeah, you knew it was coming. Well, the the video that he put out. You know, it has, you know, Black Lives Matter stuff on it. So mm-hmm. what are you what are you inferring? Right. right. You know, what are you inferring? That's that's pretty self-evident that, you know, you're inferring that these black folks are doing this. And and he came out and says, well, I don't I don't write the lyrics. Well, your writer wrote the lyrics and you're still singing them. Right. You know what the. Frick the lyrics are saying. Right. Tell right. a writer to write something different if you didn't believe in that. Right. Right. You know, so he's one of those Trumpsters, you know, he know he is. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and CMT, this country music people, they they pulled that video. Uh, 
I applaud them. I applaud yeah, them for they, pulling they the pull video. It. Yep. Now let's them. let's see what happens. Let's see if they boycott CMT. Then where are they going to go? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Country music is in a um, country music's in a bit of a flux too, man. Because if you notice, there are a lot of black folks starting to infiltrate country music. Yes, sir. And I don't think that's sitting well with a lot of folks, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, artist is an artist, but I think they have an issue with a lot of black folks coming into country music now, because they're saying like, man, they got hip hop, they got R and B. Why they coming over here? <laughs> you know, that's you know why they coming over here. Hey. Not every black person is in the hip hop and R&B. Correct. I, I have a good friend, man. We were going to lunch one day and he said, man, I'll drive to lunch. I said, OK, give me a few minutes. Got something to do in my office. I'll be out. So we went out the car, had the car already fired up, ready to go. And this other guy said, hey, where y'all going? I said, I'm going to lunch with, with my party. He said, man, you mind if I tag along? Nah, it's all good. This guy was white. So me and my friend, we're black. This other dude is white. We go get in his car. My man is playing some some classic country music in his car. Mm-hmm. We get soon as we get in the car, he turns his music down. <laughs> I said, "Man, what what you turn your music down for?" He said, "Oh man, you know I I, I don't want nobody to know I listen to country music." What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like country music? Yeah. Then why are you ashamed of that? Well, you know, I said, what you and I didn't tell him. And I told him we got back. And I said, what, you think the white guy's going to say something because you listen to country music? Not every black person listens to hip hop or rap, man, and right. R&B. A lot of black folks listen to classical music. So if if music is supposed to be what is it? Music cures the uh, savage beast. And yeah. it, it's the <laughs> thing that brings everybody together. Then, hey. I love me some Darius Rucker. I love Mickey Guyton. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of great artists that are uh, Kane Brown, you know, yep. that are that are black artists in country. Jimmy music. Allen. Jimmy Allen. Jimmy Allen yep. having a little problem right now, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, you know, but black folks, I have always, I mean, we we invented a lot of this stuff. Country <laughs> so music why? wouldn't have started with that, <laughs> right? Right. right. So, so why wouldn't we? want to gravitate to, to that type of music, man. So, but uh, yeah, country music's got a few issues they got to deal with. They got a few issues to deal with. But uh, this song, I'm, I'm glad it's, uh, it, the video got pulled and uh, they can say whatever they want, but there were some, these weren't dog whistles. These were megaphones being pulled out in that video because right. we know exactly what you're saying and you can try to say whatever you want to defend it. But the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, and and everybody that is not everybody that's a country music fan. A lot of people are going to rally behind him because yep. he's a white man. He's country music and it's supposed to be white music and so on. And like, you know, Cheeto Jesus, we're going to support the stupidity. Yep. Okay. Yep. We can't let yep. a we can't let a brother down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yep. the, the the things that get become more negative, we're gonna rally behind him. We're gonna support him. You know, 
He's he's gonna sell a billion records now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he, yeah, he he he's gonna get a lot of streams from Spotify and Pandora and all. Yeah, he's 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 gonna get filthy rich off of it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sure will. But you know, it still goes to the fact that he's he's referencing uh, vigilantism. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do this in a small town, and you know most of America is small towns, and you can't get away with that stuff here because we'll yeah. take your ass out. Basically, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah we don't want, and, and and that's the problem. We yeah. don't want you to move to our small town. We <laughs> right. get your ass out of here before sun <laughs> right. sun goes down. That's right. All that kind of stuff, yeah. you know. Otherwise, so, the good old boys will take care of you. He mentions oh, that yeah. about the good old boys, and yep. it's like we all know what good old boys refer to because we grew up in the south. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, the the only difference is that they they, they don't wash their sheets; they wear their sheets. Yep. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even even though that they may not say that they're a member of, but they believe in mm-hmm. those ideals and, and philosophies and and, yeah. and yeah, it would be nice, man, just to wake up one morning and just be, you know? Just yeah. be. You ain't gotta worry about all this bullshit, this racial bullshit, and all this other crap going on. That's that's dra- it drags you down, man. It it just it, I don't know, man. It puts a it puts a cloud over your head that oh, got to go out here and deal with a bunch of foolishness today, or hear it on the news every day. And it's like just want to wake up someday. And you're like, there's actually peace. There's actually <laughs> peace. You know. Yeah, would be nice, but uh, it would be nice. It would be nice. One final thing. Yes. If it it wasn't for those dumbasses in in Washington and all that foolishness right there, it just it just filters shit just rolls downhill. Mm -hmm. You know, we've we've divided up sides and we don't want to listen to or take um, advice or yearn to learn from other people because we we divided up our camps and this is how it's going to be. So I I had a conversation last night with one of Lynn's sorority sisters and she was talking, we were talking about basically the same thing. And she goes, you know, I just agree to disagree. Mm. And I said, sometimes you have to, you have to explain because they will never hear you. Mm. You know, if you just say, Oh, I'm not going to say anything to them. Because then we're kind of defeating the purpose, you know, mm. let them know your feelings. Let them know that you don't believe in that bull crap. Right. And then right. It, it, they may not ever change, but at least they know that you stand on your principles and you aren't afraid to express your your ideas, your thoughts of on certain issues and, right. and concerns. And, and we we walk by. It's, it's almost like when you go to uh, some place that you've never been, and you walk by people that you don't know. You don't make eye contact or anything like that. That's how our conversations are. We mm-hmm. tiptoe around, you know, these issues, and we don't speak about them. Right. right. You know, so nothing <clears throat> ever gets done 
we still stay in our camp because we don't speak about those things because somebody's going to get upset with me or my point of view is different. Or even when we do have a conversation, we don't listen. Mm -hmm. Okay, let them talk, listen, and then you express how you feel about what they talked about. Let them talk because we're we're so and, and I am this way myself. I try to get away from it is that when someone is talking, I'm thinking about how I'm going to respond as they're talking, as except instead of me listening to what they say and then taking a, a moment, you know, let it marinate for a second and then respond. Right, right. Because we never, America, we've, we've, we've gotten to a point that we don't listen. That is true. You know, so... That is true. That's where I'm at with that. Yeah. Hey, as Forrest says, that's all you got to say about that? <laughs> that's all I got to say. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, our last topic for this show is uh, is one of, uh, you know, you're always, I think we always uh, hate to talk about the passing of people. Uh, you know, we, we always, in the past here, we always mention um, folks who had passed on, you know, we talked about their contribution and whatnot. Well, we've got we've got a passing tonight to talk about uh, a musical legend uh, has passed. Uh, the great Tony Bennett uh, passed away. Um, he is an icon in the music uh, business. Uh, I I classify him in the category of the the great crooners, uh, you know, in that era with Frank Sinatra himself, Dean Martin, uh, you know, that era of folks where they sang the the great Amer songs from the great American songbook. Uh, so a legend, man, and he ninety six man career kept going right up until I think uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a, his last performance was at Radio City. Uh, with Lady Gaga, and uh, you know he was sharp, man. You listen to his voice; his voice was still strong, man. One of the great voices in music, man. And uh, I have a lot of his stuff. Uh, and see, we, we we black folks, we listen to a lot of stuff, <laughs> man. But I, well, I have know, a lot. Remember, we, we grew up, up right. with the Ted Mack Amateur Hour. That's right. The right. The, show and the, the Frank Sinatra show. Right. Yeah, Ed Sullivan and classic. all that. Classic. Yeah. yeah. So I've got a lot of his stuff in my collection. And uh, so I was it was sad to uh, to hear that he had passed, but he was dealing with Alzheimer's and everything. And it's that's a debilitating disease, man. But his voice was strong right up to the end. So uh, he is truly a legend. We throw that term around loosely a lot of times uh, when we talk about certain people. But in this case, Legend is befitting uh, the statue of a musician such as Mr. Bennett. Your thoughts? Yeah, I I agree 100 uh, percent. Going back to the gosh, we'll go back to the pre-World War II era. Yeah. And the big band, the big band sounds of Benny Goodman and those mm-hmm. guys and Count Basie and uh, Duke Ellington and so on. And he he. Um, he was able to fit in with all of those guys, all those musicians, because that was the sound of the time. Mm-hmm. Those were the sounds of our lives back then. And even as we were growing up, even though we only had one or two, maybe three television stations, you know, that's who was on. 
Right. You know, we right. would listen to WLOU. We would listen to, you know, the um, uh, radio stations out. Of, uh, I was I mentioned just the other day out of Gallatin, Tennessee. Yep. Can't think of the name of the radio. That can't yeah. That for it. But, you know, when TV was on, we only had three channels and my parents were in charge of the ta- channel. <laughs> and, Absolutely. Uh, and they... Ted Mack was on or Ed Sullivan was on or, you know, even staying up really, really late to watch Johnny Carson, we would hear that. And uh, Dean mm-hmm. Mark, uh, Sammy Davis Jr., they all had their own shows and they would invite those same crooners. We used the term crooners because they that was just the genre that they that they uh, uh dealt with then right right crooners they they were they sang more about love songs than anything else it wasn't um it wasn't uh civil issues even though tony bennett did a lot support civil rights in this country absolutely he did a lot support civil rights in this country and he wasn't he wasn't uh, afraid to stand on issues that a lot of people were afraid to deal with because they wanted their career to continue to mm-hmm. succeed. And if you stood up for, you know, civil rights, and you may not be able to travel, you know, to the South, you may yep. not be able to travel to some uh, states that they wanted to uh, uh, press those issues or go against those issues of civil rights and so on. So he 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 was always in the forefront of that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he will definitely be missed, uh, you know. But his music is here. Uh, we can enjoy it. We can listen to it. Uh, it will stand the test of time. Good music always stands the test of time. Yes. Yep. It has, and it will continue to. So yep. uh, I left my heart in San Francisco because yep. of you and his Christmas uh, his Christmas album, Tony Bennett Christmas album, uh, one of the best. And so those songs, they'll be here long after you and I are gone, man. People yep. will still be listening to those songs. So Yeah, when someone takes my playlist, they'll find the big <laughs> I've got a playlist called The Big Band Sound. Yep. It's got Tony Bennett and Dean Martin and uh, – mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Joe Williams, Ella Fitzgerald, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, uh, Frank Sinatra, all those yeah. guys is part of that. You yeah. know, and when I want to kind of mellow out, sometimes I'll just boop, pop that on. Yeah, you know, yeah. And listen yeah. to you know Mel Torme. Absolutely, you know? absolutely, so, man. So, yeah, that's yeah. it's good music, man. It's 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 good music. It was straightforward. I think a lot of our parents, uh, you know, listened to it. I know my mother did. My mother listened to uh, she liked a lot of a lot of Frank Sinatra stuff. And, uh, you know, she liked a lot of his songs. And like you say, man, Ed Sullivan, Ted Mack, Amateur Hour, a lot of those shows, a lot of these people are on. So you had no choice but to watch because there's only one TV in the house, (laughs) you know, one TV in the house. So if you if you weren't outside playing, it just so happens those shows came on. What, about seven, eight o'clock? Seven o'clock. Yep. Yep. So on, uh, uh, so you were there. So it's either that or you go to your room because you ain't got a TV in your room back <laughs> yeah. then. Usually they came on around eight o'clock because About eight o'clock. The wonderful yep. world of Disney was always. That's there. right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So yes, rest in peace, uh, rest in power, Mr. Tony Bennett. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So my friend. Uh, 
that's what we got for tonight. Uh, that right. will wrap up this particular episode of the Across the Tracks podcast. Any closing words? No, just, uh, you know, we do what we do. We say what we uh, we see. And uh, it's good to get back in the saddle again. And it was also good to go out and hang out with you and Cynthia for a few days out in the uh, Rockies. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was good. I, I I, I, we've introduced a few people to our uh, podcast out there and, you know, and so hopefully they'll, they'll join in and listen to a few things that we've done. Um, I, I think that we'll, we'll continue to do this. We always have conversations, you know, even though that we're, you know, 1300 miles apart, uh, you know, with the technology that we have, we're able to get this done on a, on a weekly basis, you know? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. Do you have anything, man? Uh, no, sir. I think uh, we've said it all for tonight. And okay. uh, looking forward to another great week ahead. And uh, we'll be here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. With that, like three strikes, we're out. We're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.